What's new in WordPress version 5.3? What do I like about it? It's episode 377 of the Dan York Report, and yesterday, November 12th, 2019, WordPress version 5.3 dropped, otherwise known as Kirk Release, and then naming with jazz musicians. But uh, it's there. uh, It's out there. You are perhaps being prompted to upgrade your server. So here's a bit about what you'll get if you do upgrade. Here's my thoughts around it. Now, I'm calling this episode Initial Thoughts on WordPress 5.3 because, to be honest, I want to go and play with it for a while. And then I think I'll come back here with reflections on how it actually works. But here's the promise that comes with it, and here's what I'm looking forward to. Uh, First of all, there have been some very major changes, a lot done, to the block editor, a.k.a. Gutenberg, as we've called it for the last while. For one thing, the the biggest single thing I like is that you can group blocks together. Now, this doesn't seem like a, you know, perhaps a big thing, but it allows you to go and take, for instance, an image and a particular piece of text or whatever, or an, a couple of images, whatever. You can group them together into a common block, and then you can duplicate that. So, if you need to go and rapidly create a, a a page that has a couple of you know, has a similar kind of format, you can very easily go and do this. Uh, you can also add it as a reusable block, which then allows you to reuse it throughout your site in different ways, which is pretty cool. I like this idea. You know, taking that block functionality, you can now start to make your own, you know, reusable blocks or your own blocks in a more of a format than just the basic blocks that are there. There's also, when you're choosing a block, there's now a preview feature, which lets you figure out, you know, what does the block look like when you're actually going to use it, which is useful given the sheer number of blocks that are coming around. There's uh, the column and table blocks have a bit more functionality, although I still, there's one thing that bugs me with the table block, which is that when you go and use it from a styling perspective without getting into CSS, you only have a choice of kind of the the default, which is lines all around, or you get this uh, striped version, which lets you have a different color shade for each um, each row. If you want to do something else, like have a table, for instance, without any lines around it, you just want to have no no uh, table borders at all. You can't do that in just the basic Gutenberg. You have to go into CSS. You have to make a style for your theme or whatever else. And sometimes I don't want to do that. I'm using sometimes stock themes. I'm using just other stuff. I just, I would love to be able to go in there and turn off the borders just to be able to have, you know, use it for an element there in some way. Now, I suppose the purist would say, well, but if you really want to do it in the Gutenberg block way, you just, you know, do multiple different text blocks and put them next to each other or something. And yeah, I could, but anyway. I'm, my brain is wired around tables, and maybe I need to think about it differently in some way. The images block also brings uh, a new default image shape that you can have, which is round. You've, you know, you've always had square images. Now we can make round images and make those the default, which can look quite nice. Uh, there were some other, uh, the release notes talk a lot about accessibility improvements, uh, some better contrast, some better pieces around that. There's a navigation mode that lets you navigate through the whole block editor using uh, your keyboard. All of those were important things, uh, certainly for people trying to use the the editor um, without necessarily your standard 
keyboard and mouse pad or, or trackpad, whatever it may be. Another big feature to me is the image size functionality that it'll take very large images and resize them. Now, very often when I'm working on sites or building sites or doing things, I'm doing it all on my desktop computer or my laptop, and I have tools there which let me go and, and resize images very easily to an appropriate size to put up on my website because I don't want to have a five megabyte file when you're never going to see that large of an image. It just won't happen. So I can do all that if I'm on my desktop or if I'm on my, my laptop or something. But increasingly, I've been playing around with doing mobile posting in writing blogging from my mobile devices my iPhone or my iPad more like more often and in there if I want to go and and uh, and upload an image it's with the full dimensions of the smartphone and as we know today smartphones can take very large images much larger than we need for a typical website and so now in WordPress 5.3 there's some automatic routines which will go and resize very large images, the kind that you might upload from your phone, and, and bring them into the appropriate size. So when you put them into a blog post or on a page or something, they're showing up with the largest size that you want to have on your site. And, that's, and there's a way to configure that. Now, the original is still stored in the media library. So if you want to use that original you know, 10 megabyte file or something like that, you can get to it. You can use it in some way. You could offer it as a download. You could do something like that. But otherwise, big images will be constrained to the sizes that you put in there. I think this is tremendous for people who want to do more content creation from mobile devices in particular, where you may not have all of those tools that you would have on your desktop or laptop. The site health has been improved a bit and things, but probably the, the other big thing for me is the 2020 theme. This is the new standard theme that comes out. It's very cool. I like it. I'm, I'm looking forward to, to actually changing a couple of my sites to use it. It's designed from the beginning to be uh, based on the block editor. It's to use the block editor, to work with Gutenberg, to be able to really thrive with Gutenberg. So it's got a lot of great features. Um, I have a couple of smaller sites, older sites that I just use default themes on, and I'm seriously going to take a look at how I can use this theme because it is so modern. It's so designed. It's It's got all the things I want in it for, that I can see right now. These are, again, initial thoughts. And it uh, and it works you know super well with the block editor. As a typography geek, I also enjoyed the fact that it has a new font called Inter. But anyway... I haven't really played that much more than that. So that's a quick tour of WordPress 5.3. There were hundreds and hundreds of more changes and fixes and tweaks that were inside there. But the big thing for me, again, are those improvements to the block editor, particularly the group block and some of the other the features in there. This image size resizing, which I think is so cool. And then again, the 2020 theme. So those are my initial things that I'm excited to go and play with. I've uh, installed it on a couple of my sites already just to go and, and try this out. So I will be uh, coming back to you in a, hopefully in a couple of weeks to give you a little update on what I found that I really like inside of it. In the meantime, if you're trying out WordPress 5.3, I'd love to hear your comments. What have you found that really excites you? What are you interested in playing with? What are you doing with it? You can leave comments here at soundcloud.com slash Dan York or on any of the social networks where you find this. 
I would, uh, I'd love to hear from you and find out more about what you're excited about with WordPress 5.3. You can, again, find more of my audio and writing at danyork.me. Thanks for listening, and bye for now.